Now, now, now. Hey, man. Welcome back to the Foolish Wiseman Pride, bro. Uh, I know y'all probably like, what, nigga, what the fuck, what the fuck was that? The, the now, now. Um, I see, look, ever since I started my podcast, bro, I've been paying more attention to the podcast that I listen to. I'm like, God damn, everybody got a raw ass intro. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody got a raw ass intro. I get on it, bitch, just start talking. So I'm like, shit, I'm gonna need me a goddamn intro. But I ain't got no intro yet, so that was now, now, now. That was the DJ sound. You know how to DJ the little uh the horn. Now, now, now. Welcome back to the foolish watchman. Oh, looking at, <laughs> but yeah, for real though, that was my um little intro. Now, now, now. But hell yeah, bro. Welcome back to the foolish watchman pod, bro. I ain't gonna cap, bro. I'm mad as fuck, man. Why are you mad as fuck? I'm mad as fuck, bro. Because I just recorded a whole episode, bro. A whole episode, bro. And that bit was on some dumb shit. Bit ain't record the whole episode. But shit, I must, it must be happening for a reason, bro. I must be needed to record this bit a second time. But fuck! Damn! It's always some shit. But hell yeah, bro. Episode 3, bro. I fought with this episode too. Not because I fought with what I'm talking about, hella. But because three my favorite number, bro. Three my favorite number. So that means episode three means something for real, for real. Hell yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Three, a real deal number for me. I was born on the 3rd of April. I'm the damn third Nard. My daddy and my daddy named Bernard. I'm the third Nard. You know what I'm saying? I wore three in, uh, foot, when I played football. I wore three basically my whole life. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. Three, three, three means something, bro. So yeah. Episode three and a nigga on episode three, nigga. I ain't never been on episode three before. I ain't never made it to episode three, niggas. Like, nigga, ain't this your first podcast? But yeah, hell yeah. But I, I ain't never did it before, nigga. So that shit, something to talk about. Fuck you. But hell yeah, episode three, bro. Episode three. This one gonna be called uh, Little Tank, Little Fish, Big Tank, Big Fish. You feel what I'm saying? If you ain't, you ain't catch what the fuck that meant. Um, they say a shark only grows to the size of his tank, or uh, any pet rather, or a snake. My bad, not a shark. They say that about a snake. A snake only grows to the size of his tank. You feel what I'm saying? So shit, we gotta start thinking. Well, shit. If that's the case, then how the fuck big is my tank? You feel me? I wanna be this big nigga or this big person. Or I got these big dreams. How the fuck big is my tank? How the fuck big is my environment? What is my environment allowing me to become? Because we all know that, or it's common knowledge that you become a product of your environment, but we only consider it in fucking extreme cases, like when you fucking in the, from the hood, so you become a thug or a gangster or some shit, or you from the hood and you, you know what I'm saying? That's really the only time we pay attention to it, when you got down from the hood and you feel me? You're like, oh, he's just a product of his environment. But fuck, we all are products of our environments. We all are products of our environment. So what the fuck? What the fuck your environment look like, nigga? You know what I'm saying? That's what I had to ask myself. What the fuck your environment look like, nigga? You feel me? What the fuck? What's in it? You feel what I'm saying? Like, how big your environment is? How big are you allowing your goddamn self to grow? You feel what I'm saying? Um, 
Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna tell a quick story real quick. Uh, so um, when I was a jit, right? Like when I was in elementary school, I was in um, I was in the Madden program. Matter of fact, I was in the Madden program from kindergarten until I graduated. But in elementary school, I was in the Madden program, and it was for academically ta- academically talented and gifted, right? So as you would uh probably guess. My classmates and shit, they was white. They was white, Asian, you know what I'm saying, Chinese, Indian, all kind of shit like that. Not black. It wasn't many niggas in the class. You feel me? I was one of the only niggas in that bit. So all my first my first friends and shit, they was white. All my, 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 my first crush was white. I remember her. My first homeboy, my first best friend, that nigga was white. That nigga name was Alec Gorbell. Alec Gorbell looking there. That nigga was my best friend, bro. I, I, I... I ain't seen bro since, bro. But shit, I fought with bro. That was my first best friend. I actually remember I had told that boy. I don't know when I told that boy Christmas was fake. I mean, not Christmas. Santa was fake. You know what I'm saying? I remember that shit. But anyways, that was my first best friend. So all my first little friends was white, bro. A nigga ain't really started getting black friends until like third, fourth grade. You feel what I'm saying? That's when we got a little bit more black. I don't know what the fuck happened, but we had a little bit more black people in my uh, class. And them boys became my dogs. I was like... I was open up to a whole nother environment. I was like, well, wait a minute, boy. There's some cool-ass niggas out in this world. Started not hanging with my white friends and shit. I got introduced to the blacks. I'm like, what the fuck? These guys are cool. They funny and shit. You feel what I'm saying? But up until, before that, it was all whites and shit. So my, my, you, as you can imagine, my mind was a little skewed, right? So now, the school, it was a, it was a smart school. Well, it wasn't necessarily a smart school. It was a normal school with a smart program. You feel what I'm saying? So the people in my class, they coming from all over the city. But the people that, the other people in the school that's in regular classes, they from the damn neighborhood. The neighborhood we were in was in the hood. So as you can imagine, the kids that went to the school for real, for real, them niggas was hood. So one year, one of the kids fucked around and was in my class. You feel what I'm saying? So me being happy, I, I made a friend out of bro. Ain't nobody fought with bro in the class. Ain't nobody fought with bro. All the Asians and shit, they hated the nigga. The whites hated the nigga. Because he was, you know what I'm saying? He was a nigga. You feel what I'm saying? He was a pure, pure, pure nigga. You feel what I'm saying? He from the neighborhood and shit. But this my dog. You feel what I'm saying? I fought with bro hard. So one day, we got down at lunch, bro. Having a good time. You know, you having a good time at lunch. Everybody laughing. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You know how when you having a good time and then somebody say some shit, they catch you off guard, throw your whole vibe off, you just pause for a second? Nigga did that shit to me. I'm, we, ha ha, ha laughing and shit. My, my, my dog say, he say, quick. Mind you, we sitting at a group full of niggas. Like, it was other niggas at the table. Quick. He looked at me, he said, what's the, uh, what's the color of pussy? Huh? You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm a kid. I'm innocent as fuck, too. I don't know shit. You feel what I'm saying? I know I know pussy is, but I don't. You feel me? So, bro, say, quick, what's the color of pussy? So, I'm like, um, I got it. This is what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I got it. This is a trick question. He thought he was going to get me. Nigga say, what's the color of pussy? This is a trick question. First of all, uh, pussy can be any color. Black, white, fucking Asian, Indian. That's what the fuck I'm thinking. So, I'm like, well, shit. I know pussy can be any color, so I'ma just, 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a color and throw them off. You feel not throw them off, but I think I'm outsmarting nigga. So I said, um, Tam. This nigga say, this nigga bust out laughing. This nigga say, this motherfucker said Tam. So when he when he laughing and shit, I'm looking like you know what I'm saying confused as fuck. I'm like, wait a minute, tan ain't it don't come in tan. I, I'm, I'm at this point I'm still thinking the color of pussy is multiple because I'm like it don't come in tan. You know what I'm saying? He like nah, nigga, it's pink. You feel me? I'm, saying? I'm like I never seen a pink girl, but all right. And so I brought that up to say um, our environment obviously influenced both of us. His environment obviously exposed him to pussies at that age however old we was he had obviously already seen pussies to know they was pink because i didn't know that shit you feel what i'm saying but i also say that to say why the fuck was the first thing i said tan you feel what i'm saying i'm black why the fuck i ain't say brown or black but the environment had been in influenced me to say what the fuck i said that shit was crazy bro i was embarrassed i embarrassed from that point on i knew pink I, you know what I'm saying? You know when you waiting on a nigga to ask the next time. So you could pink nigga, I know nigga. Waiting to use the trick on another nigga or some shit. I was ready, bro. But hell yeah, what your environment is so important, bro. You know what I'm saying? We talk about creating freedom and shit. But shit, you can't create freedom when anything is constricting you. So if your environment is constricting you, you gotta create your uh a bigger environment. Creating your ideal environment will allow you to become your ideal person and achieve ideal freedom. So hell yeah, bro. This one called Lil Tank, Lil Fish, Big Tank, Big Fish, bro. Hell yeah. Hey, bro. I got something to say too, shit. Y'all know last episode we talked about habits and shit, right? We talked about habits and shit. I talked about my habit of procrastination. And I procrastinated on this shit, bro. That's part of the reason I'm mad as fuck. Because I know I got to get this shit down today. So I can be out tomorrow. Because I'm trying to drop every Monday. And it's Sunday right now at 1146 and I'm I'm just recording this episode and I just planned it last night. So you know what I'm saying? I gotta do better, bro. But I know what it is, bro. I just need some structure. Like I need some structure and organization. I ain't got no designated time to do this shit. No designated day to plan and no shit. I'm just winging it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm winging this whole thing, so we learning as we go. But that's the reason I procrastinated on it. Cause you know what I'm saying? Your habits are influenced by by your environment. You feel me? So it's, that's why I want to talk about environment because your habits are influenced by your environment. Your environment term, determines the way we behave. The way you act in the club and class going to be two different behaviors. You feel what I'm saying? Your habits change depending on where you at and the cues in front of you. So what my problem is with the habit of procrastination, yeah, I wait to the last minute, but the bigger problem is I don't have a designated area to do work see the way habits work they respond to cues so you know if i if you listen to my last episode i used an example or i talked about how the brain is a, a storage of data and it uses that data to predict situations in the future right so i used the example of the hand on the stove you know what i'm saying you get close to the stove you feel that hot heat and you got down back the fuck up that heat is your cue to back the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So we respond to these cues daily and it influences what we do. So my problem is, is I do everything in my fucking room. You know what I'm saying? If I got some homework, I mean, I'm not in school, but if I do some homework, you feel me? I'm doing that bed in my room. You know what I'm saying? In my bed. Like I like to be in my bed. Like I watch TV from my bed. I relax from my bed. I try to play my podcast from my bed. I read from my bed. 
all this shit my mind don't have it's confused as fuck because the original cue i mean the original thing i do in my bed is fucking relax and sleep so it ain't the baddest for sleeping so when i'm in the bed and i got i know and i got shit to do it's hard for me to get out because my mind is yelling uh responding to the cue the cue yelling relax nigga chill out lay the fuck down you feel what i'm saying chill the fuck out bro don't worry about that shit bro you you chilling right now you feel what i'm saying the cues are yelling that while my brain wants to do some other shit so i talk, i spoke about this book called atomic habits last last episode or i refer uh suggested it that book says a stable environment where everything has a place and a purpose an environment where habits can easily form uh is the best way to create new habits like it's it's easier to create a new habit in a new space than it is to create a habit you feel me in a uh in a space that you're familiar with so that's really what i gotta do bro i just gotta get structure myself to to where i can you know what i'm saying create better habits and not be fooled by my environment because if i keep doing shit from my bed it's gonna i'm gonna keep procrastinating and shit you feel what i'm saying because my body is confused like i said the bed is for relaxing, not working. You know, I said I'm trying to work in the bed, so the cues, they yelling to me. So we got to be careful of what what the fuck we allow to influence us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm uh, I want to talk about this book, Out with the Devil by Napoleon Hill. That kind of, not kind of, it influenced me to get on the journey that I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Like the searching for freedom because that's what the book talk about it talk about all the factors that influence us and shit and it talk about environment it says be careful of all forces which inspire thought those are the forces which constitute environment and would and determine the nature of one's earthly destiny be careful of all forces which inspire thought those are the forces which constitute environment and determine the nature of one's earthly destiny so shit we got to think about all the damn forces that inspire thought, especially the major ones like fucking social media and music. Those two two factors that inspire thought that we don't even think about daily. You feel what I'm saying? And I, I know why it's because your environment shapes your reality and your reality becomes your normal. So this shit is normal to us, but we never stop and question how the fuck is it impacting us? Like I said, music and social media are two of the biggest influences uh, influences on our on what the fuck we do you know what i'm saying you see what's what's going on on social media everybody doing the same shit every day you feel what i'm saying they regurgitating the same information um music even music like you know how heavy that is everybody rapping about the same shit talking about the same shit you know what i'm saying and this shit is being fed to our souls so it's like what the fuck is it doing and i know it's real because when i freestyle i don't freestyle i don't talk about damn me i talk about the same shit the rappers and shit we talking about you feel what i'm saying uh, I was watching a podcast one day, uh, and it was uh, 19 Keys and somebody. If you know 19 Keys is, you know, and they got a profound, like, thought leader on social media, and that nigga is one of my inspirations or whatever. I look at him and uh, see how uh, polished he is, and that nigga made me want to get on my shit. So I, like, I fuck with bro. But I was watching one of his podcasts one day, and the nigga said, I don't listen to music that often because I don't want other people's thoughts uh, impacting me. And I'm like, God damn. Now, mind you, I'm on this whole journey to personal freedom, peace and shit like that. And that's what this nigga doing to get his shit. So I'm like, fuck. A nigga can't even listen to music? God damn. I ain't never even think about that, that you allow other people's thoughts to enter your brain 
when you listening to music and shit. And not to say I still listen to music and shit, but it's just restructuring it so that more positive things can come into your your environment. You know what I'm saying? Because we gotta analyze all the influences. In the book Outwitting the Devil, they say the energy that our thoughts that the energy that thoughts are fed comes from one's environment. So when you think about that shit, the energy that thoughts are fed, you know what I'm saying? Everybody be so big on protecting their energy and shit. So it's like, well shit, what kind of energy are my thoughts being fed? We know as a kid I felt like I can I could separate anything. Like my mom I remember my mama wouldn't let me play like Grand or she wouldn't buy me like Grand Theft Auto or no shit like that. And as a kid I'm like, fuck man, you know what I'm saying? What, what fucking fuck wrong with her? You feel what I'm saying? Like Cause I feel like I'm strong enough to, to differentiate the two, which I am. But you can't. When it comes to the universe, you can't. You can't control what type of impact it has. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to universal laws, they gonna do what they do regardless. You feel me? Like the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. You can't jump and up in the air and not expect to come down. The universal law states that everything that go up must come down. So the universal law state that if you're going to become a product of your environment. You feel me? Whether it's a negative impact or a positive impact. So out with the devil, they say positive thought habits may be controlled by the individual and made to serve his aims and purposes. Negative thought habits control the individual and deprive him of the privilege of self-determination. You feel me? So with that being said, positive thoughts habits may be controlled by the individual and made to serve his aims and purposes. We have to create the damn ideal environment. We have to create an environment that influences positive thought habits. Negative thought habits control the individual and deprive him of the privilege of self-determination. You can't be self-determined and allowing whatever the fuck, the what, you know what I'm saying, to fucking fuck with you. Those who control the environment and influences out of which their thought habits are built are masters of their earthly destinies and all others are mastered by their earthly destinies. So I learned you, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no exception to the way the world works. You feel me? I mean, I'm no exception to the way the world works. These shit, it's going to impact me regardless. You feel what I'm saying? You know, you eat good food. I mean, you eat bad food for 10 years straight. You know, eventually that shit going to catch up to you. You know, your health, it's going to show up in your health. You feel what I'm saying? So what make us think the thoughts that we being fed and the energy we allow to come into us is any different? You feel what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. We don't even think about shit like this because, you know what I'm saying, this shit fly right over our head. Actually, I'm going to read, I'm going to read something from, from the, uh, the book that is, uh, explaining shit. Cause like I said, bro, I'm thinking I'm above this shit and I could just separate it, but this shit proved that you can't. All right. All right. So nature will not tolerate idleness or vacuums of any sort. All space must be and is filled with something. Everything in existence of both a physical and a spiritual nature must be and is constantly in motion. The human brain is no exception. It was created to receive, organize, specialize, and express the power of thought. When the individual does not use the brain for the expression of positive creative thoughts, nature fills the vacuum by forcing the brain to act upon negative thoughts. There can be no idleness in the brain. Understand this principle and you will come into a new and important understanding of the part environmental influences take in the lives of human beings. So, bro, I tell you right there, bro, you can't, you can't cheat this shit. You can't, you can't listen. I mean, have all these negative thoughts, uh, things with no substance, no value, every single day, and expect to to become who you want to be. You feel me? Like, 
Like you can't you can't eat fast food every day and then expect to be fucking skinny. You feel what I'm saying? Like we know that works. So why the fuck won't we pay attention to your thoughts, our thoughts and shit, or what influence our thoughts? So with that being said, and and before I even move on to my next point, that includes our friends too, bro. What kind of friends we got in our environment? What kind of value are they adding? Because we know now. They, you either getting better or you getting worse with, you know what I'm saying? There ain't no in-between. You either getting better or you getting worse every single day. You feel me? So what the fuck are we doing? So I had to create my own environment, bro. I had to create my own environment. And and I just finally was like, I, fu- I said fucking and dove, dove deep into the water. Because before, I was trying to, you know what I'm saying, play with it. Be in the middle. Like, I, was, I, had some, I was following some good accounts on my social media. But most of the accounts was bad, so I'm getting all this, you know what I'm saying, these negative uh these negative influences and my positive influences are, are small. So what I did, I just said fucking and got off social media altogether, bro. I can't keep playing with it. Cause I like I said, I've been started following accounts for like two, three years now, good accounts, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still letting this other shit influence me. And I ain't gonna lie, it ain't even been two months. <laughs> Since I restructured my social media, I say restructure because I didn't necessarily get off Instagram. I just got on another page that only follow positive accounts or co- accounts with value. And I completely got off Twitter because fuck Twitter. But yeah, I only follow accounts with value on this page. So, and I've seen a difference. It, you know, what I'm saying it make on 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 my my mind, bro. Like my mind a hella more clear. Like I hear about current events or whatever now. And I'm like, bro, that shit literally does nothing for anybody why the fuck do people care like fucking the Celtics coach cheating on his wife like who the fuck gives a fuck you feel what I'm saying but niggas just be on some niggas just caught up in what the fuck going on and they you know what I'm saying you keep giving your opinion on it which is cool I ain't saying it's bad uh bad but how much of that are we allowing to be in our environment every single day you feel what I'm saying are we allowing more bad shit to be in our environment or more good shit ever since I started reading books listening to podcasts because instead of me being on social media i listen to listen to uh listen to a podcast anytime that i would be uh on social media um or i read a book you feel what i'm saying or sometimes when i'm driving i just listen to podcasts instead of listening to music like i used to but that shit has made me you know what i'm saying who i am at this very moment like all these accounts that i follow they inspire me to be what i'm on right now you know what I'm saying? The podcast I'm listening to have had direct impact on me. I'm going to give two examples. I told y'all in the first episode that the reason I even did that episode that day is because I was listening to a podcast. You know what I'm saying? And bros just talking about the power of transparency and the power of not knowing nothing. It allows you to be more relatable and it gives your audience a chance to grow with you. Now, before that, I had been feeling like I had to be an expert, you know what I'm saying, to talk about what I wanted to talk about and and just um, be 100%, but I realized that there's power in what I already know. The people I follow have uh, allowed me to realize that there's power in what I already know. You feel what I'm saying? Especially in this society, we have been a little a condition to believe that you gotta be, you feel me, perfect to, to do some shit, but that made me feel like I can be, be a nigga that ain't all the way there and still do some shit, because at the end of the day, bro, at this point, I've, I'm, I'm to a level that I have, like, I'm at a higher level than where I started. So, I mean, it's some niggas where I started at, and I, I can influence them. You feel what I'm saying? So, with listening to them boys or listening to the different podcasts and 
the podcast that inspired me that day was um david shans uh i forgot the fuck his name his podcast name is but his his name is david shans his instagram name is sleeping for suckers i believe listening to that that made me um that made me say fuck it and just trust my trust my you know what I'm saying? Trust what I know and just try to do some shit. You feel me? So it's had a... And I feel good, bro. I feel liberated since I done started my podcast because this shit was overwhelming, bro. Like, this shit can get overwhelming when you when you the only person... Well, I, I ain't gonna say you the only person, but it's not common to be intentional about your self-growth and you want to talk to other people about it, but you don't want to come on too hard. You don't want to be the preacher, Nick, or whatever. You don't want to be pushed on to people too hard. So you just hold it all in but this shit that i want to naturally want to share you feel what i'm saying like this shit that i genuinely want to share with my people and shit but i don't i just want to don't want to do too much i don't want to be the guy that's preaching like i said this gave me a platform to be like fuck it whoever want to listen listen you feel what i'm saying i get to talk about what the fuck i like to talk about and it's like it's a weight off my shoulders i'm not holding this shit in no more i feel liberated a nigga feel happy, bro. Like, did you hear me when I came on? Nigga say, ow, ow, ow. That nigga just said, now, now, now. Nigga say, now, now, now. He gotta be happy. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. But the thing is, it started, I, I was only able to listen to that podcast because I had already started, began to train my mind to, to be open to positive influences. I was listening. The reason I even got off Instagram for real, for real, I'm listening to a podcast a different podcast by Blake Sanford. It's called It's Crowded at the Top. Ashton CEO on Instagram. A-S-T-E-N-C-E-O. That nigga was like, he talking about how, you know what I'm saying, your environment impacts you or whatever. And that nigga say, um, he's talking about social media. He was like, what you tune into, you, well, not even social media, just media in, in general. What you tune into, you turn into, and what entertains you, trains you. And I'm going to leave on that point, bro, because that shit was some real ass shit. What you tune into, you turn into. And what entertains you, trains you. So it's like, God damn, bro. He, that's right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's true, bro. Like, what you tune into, you turn into. And what entertains you, trains you. Like, this shit, that shit not even a coincidence. Like, that's what the shit is meant to do. That's what Hollywood is meant to do. But I ain't go too deep into that. So, hell yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? I had to get, go ahead and get off social media or restructure my social media so it can, you know what I'm saying, benefit me to the highest ability. And I ain't gonna lie. One of the greatest decisions of my life, bro. Like I said, I be hearing about shit that's going on in social media. I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't even need to. You don't need to be in, uh, influenced by that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, where's where? What kind of value are you getting on a day to day, bro? That's what I be looking at. Like, what kind of value am I providing for myself, bro? So if it ain't no value, bro, the shit gotta go, bro. You feel me? So hell yeah, bro. I appreciate you for tuning in to episode three. Fuck yeah, my bad, bro. A nigga made it through this bit. Um, uh, fuck. You know what I'm talking about? Episode three. I be getting happy, bro. Cause like a nigga be doing this shit, bro. This shit ain't easy for a nigga to just do. A nigga don't just wake up and spit this shit out his fucking sleep. You feel what I'm saying? But hell yeah, I fuck with all you boys, bro. Especially if you don't listen to all three episodes. And if you listen to this bit right now, that means you listen to all three of them bitches through and through. Fuck with you, bro. So hell yeah, fuck with you, bro. Uh, episode four coming next Monday. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna be talking about, but it's coming, bro. Uh, like I said, more to come, bro. I'm gonna be having guests. I want to start. I'm gonna turn this shit up, bro. Just let me get used to this shit for real, for real. And I'm getting used to it. Like the last episode, bro. I recorded that bit one take, bro. That 
That's why I was so mad. This shit fucked up. Like, I recorded this bit one tape, but I ain't gonna lie. This episode was a little bit better. So, fuck it. But, yeah, I was mad as fuck because one tape, but this episode, one tape. So, a nigga getting better at this shit, nigga only can get better. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nigga only can get better, bro. So, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you boys, man. And, yeah, I'll catch y'all next episode. This is episode three of the Foolish Rosman Pod closing out. And, um, now, now, now.